your first time tuning in welcome to the S-O-Queen. we don't believe in coincidence here in the kingdom we believe in divine alignment so if you found your way here we believe that you are exactly where you need to be for such a time as this i am shirley hubbard aka Cheryl, creator and co-host of the Shades of Strong podcast. But like we say every episode, Shades of Strong is not just a podcast. It is a global movement where we are working to dismantle the and the stereotypes of the strong Black women by creating safe, sacred spaces for Black women to unpaid, unmasked, and unhide so they can be whatever shade of strong that feels right for And of course, this show, this movement absolutely does not work without my friend, my confidant, my co-host, the Natalie Bradshaw, a.k.a. Natalie, how the heck are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm very excited to do this. Me too. I am so freaking excited about this next chapter. For shades of strong, y'all. It is going to be all the thing. So listen, we are in the last quarter of the year, and Daddy and I have decided that we are going out with a bang. With that said, well, welcome to 30 Days Uncaping, Unmasking, and Unhiding, where we are going to introduce you to four superwoman archetypes by way of four popular television characters. And those characters are Olivia Pope, Clickyline, Annalise Keating, Mary Jane Paul. Now, each of these ladies played the role of the stereotypical strong Black woman. So over the course of the next 30 days, we're going to be peeling back the layers of each of their characters to see what's really going on beneath all the strong Black woman. So, Natty, why are we doing this? Why is this so important to us? Why do we feel like we need to go beyond what, we, what we've been talking about, where we were talking about things we've lost to the cape and dig deeper into what is beneath the caping, the mess, and the high? Well, we've been talking about healing, right? We've been talking about inner healing and being able to feel whole. Again, we've been talking about that at length for a number of years now. And we've also talked at length about how we can't get to that that wholeness that we want and deserve unless we actually take apart and deconstruct and dismantle all of the structures that we've built around ourselves for our own protection. Because honestly, we need protection in a society like this. But in the midst of protecting ourselves, we've really walled ourselves off to a lot of what belongs to us. 
And so this is more of the same, what we're talking about here. We're just doing it in a way that is a little bit more fun because we've gotten into some pretty deep conversations and they can be kind of heavy. And this is still the same heavy stuff, but not quite as heavily presented. <laughs> these are all, these are very popular TV shows and I I like TV. I've been watching TV my whole life. So I'm sure a lot of our listeners have watched some of, if not all of these shows. And it's just a little bit more fun way to discuss something that's pretty serious and important for us. Right. It is. It's more of the same with a different format and a deeper purpose. Because as Natty and I continue to do this work, as we continue to do our work, (laughs) we're realizing that we can't have conversations about and we can hold space for you to feel the effect or symptoms of taking masking and hiding without having conversations and holding space for you to feel what caused the taping mask and hide. Because if we do, we will be providing you a temporary fix. Actually, it won't be a fix at all. <laughs> so here's the deal. Black women adorning themselves with tape, mask, and hiding who they really are didn't miraculously happen the moment they entered adulthood. More likely than not, there there is or there was or well there is a history of a history of trauma dating back to childhood mm-hmm. that left that left us feeling broken, abandoned, betrayed, abused, angry, you know, all the things. And those emotions don't automatically resolve themselves when we become adults, right? Right. I can attest to this for myself. As little black girls, the things that you needed, the things that I needed, the absolute most were to be seen, to be heard to be nurtured, to be protected, and to be loved without conditions. Mm-hmm. Those are your core needs. And when those needs are met, you don't get the skills you need to do life from an emotionally healthy place. Right. And that that is what forces us into the caping, the masking, and the hiding. Because what happens is we adapt to life circumstance the only way we know how. And those adaptations eventually show up in our lives as childhood wounds. Those wounds determine how we do life. They influence our behaviors, our reactions, our emotions, as well as how we experience ourselves and others. Right. So if you don't do the work to heal those wounds, what happens is you revert back to that little girl who was not seen the little girl who was not heard, the little girl who was not nurtured, protected, and loved. And then what happens is that little Black girl begins to recall all of the unpleasant feelings and emotions and experiences that she encountered as a child and immediately snatches both of you out of harm's way because what she's not going to let happen is for more emotional pain to be inflicted upon us. So when she snatches you, snatches both of y'all up out of harm's way, that ultimately forces you into the caping and the masking to comfort and defend. And then what she does is she goes back into hiding until it's time to protect again. Right. And guess what? That little black girl that lives inside of you, 
she is going to keep showing up to protect you until you help her heal her wound. And I'm going to keep it 100 with you. And you probably already know this. Sometimes it's not going to be pretty. It is absolutely not going to be pretty because because your emotional needs were not met in childhood, you, like I said earlier, don't know how to do life from an emotionally healthy place. So sometimes rather than responding, we'll react. And sometimes the reacting is not pretty, but we're going to dig a little deeper into that as we go into this 30-day series. So, but it, it is our hope that while you're listening to the to this series or while you are, are tuning in to this 30 days that you will begin to identify your unmet needs and how they contributed to how you behave and respond to life. Now, if you find yourself in these episodes and you want to go deeper, Maddie and I want to invite you to join us in the Sister Circle of Healing, where we will be supporting you in healing the unhealed place in you. And you can get information and full details about the circle at shadesofstrong.com shadesofstrong.com forward slash S-O-S circle. That's shadesofstrong.com forward slash S-O-S circle. And all the details on how you can be a part of it is there. So yeah, check that page out. Okay, guys, let's get into it. First up is Olivia Pope. And if any, if, any, if any of you guys have watched Scandal, and I'm sure you have, you know that Olivia Pope is the queen of his handle. So if you're about that is handled life, I hope that by the end of this series, you will be ready to move from his handle to his heel. So yeah. As I was examining Olivia Pope and the behaviors and the personality of her character, I took note two things. Number one, she's an alpha female. And if you're an alpha female or if you know anyone who is an alpha, alpha female, you know that they are not afraid to go after what they want. I mean, balls to the wall. They're going to get what they want <laughs> by any means necessary. And number two is the cake that she offered a dorm person adorns herself with is that of a protector. If you are familiar with Scandal, you know that Olivia was committed to the safety and the security of those she cared about. If you look at the Gladiators, which was her team, you will see that her primary goal was to make sure that the Gladiators were protected. And not just protected, but protected from everything and everybody. If you look at her mom and her dad, her role in that dynamic was to protect her mom from her dad and her dad from her mom. Then she was protecting the president from command and Jake from Fitz and Fitz from Melly and Nella from Cyrus. <laughs> That's a lot of protecting. She was protecting everybody and she was protecting her secrets from all of them. And by secrets, I mean she was protecting who she really is, who she is at the core of her being. She was keeping masking and hiding. So when I was thinking about that, I started to think about how and if the protector shows up in my life. And it does, but not to that magnitude. <laughs> For me, it shows up in how I try to protect my children from the dangers in society, especially being, you know, black, black people. What was I saying? Yeah, so it shows up for me um, in, in trying to protect my children from the dangers of society, you know, being Black and American and all. 
And it also shows up in me trying to protect them from, from making some of the mistakes that I made at their ages. And that often turns into to me trying to control their every move, which, which is unhealthy in and of itself. And they hate it. Right. <laughs> so what about you, Natty? How does the protector show up in your life? Honestly, I think it shows up in a very similar way. I, I did the same thing. I wanted to protect my kids at all costs, just protect my kids at all costs. And, and that has manifested in a lot of different ways from overly sheltering to telling them all the horror stories about like the mistakes that I made in hopes that that would just be cautionary tales. Let that be a lesson to you. You Don't do what I did. It's always about protecting them. And of course, deep down, I know that I can't actually protect them from everything thing. But that doesn't stop us from trying now, does it? And then we, that's been a difficult lesson for me also, because in the last several years, I'm learning more about my own agency as a human being, and also their agency as human beings. And as someone who is starting to recognize that more, I'm like, whoa, there are certain things that they didn't necessarily need protecting from. And I kind of usurped their own agency in thinking, oh, I need to shield them from this or shield them from that. And I think part of the reason I had have done that in the past is because deep down, I think there's some desire to protect them in all these ways that maybe I wasn't protected or couldn't protect myself. So there's a lot of unpacking that has to go on there with all of that. But yeah, it's it's been a lot. Adorning yourself with the proverbial mask and cape didn't miraculously happen the moment you became an adult. More likely than not, there's a history of trauma dating back to childhood that left you feeling rejected, abandoned, betrayed, and angry. Those emotions don't automatically resolve themselves. As a little black girl, the thing you needed the most was to be seen, heard, nurtured, protected, and loved without condition. When those needs aren't met, you don't get the skills needed to do life as the real you from an emotionally healthy place. If you find yourself in this episode and are ready to start your journey to healing, please consider joining us in the Sister Circle of Healing, a 12-week virtual experience for Black women to gather in a safe and sacred space for healing connection, and transformation. Join us now at shadesofstrong.com forward slash SOS circle. Whatever I had to do to protect my kids or, or keep my kids, uh, air quotes, safe from literally everything, then that's what I'm going to do. And that's not, well, as we know, and as we know from, from seeing Olivia's life play out too, that's not the healthiest approach to moving through the world. And I'm glad you mentioned mentioned the part where you said where you said that deep down you were trying to protect them in the way that you couldn't protect yourself. Because that goes back to the childhood wound that I mentioned earlier. Right. But we don't get into that right now. We we'll, we'll talk about that in uh we'll talk about that later because like you said, there's a lot of unpacking that has to happen around that. So yeah, the other thing that I noticed about the personality and characteristics of Olivia Pope is that she was also about that people pleasing life. <laughs> and what, what I saw her doing 
as I thought about some of the episodes in hindsight, what I saw her doing was putting everything she needed on the back burner and not just her physical needs, but her emotional needs. Because here she is wanting to be with the president. He is married and he is choosing everything and everyone over her while she's willing to make all these sacrifices for him. She was willing to be his, she, she was willing to be his mistress. Basically, basically, girl, slow down. Basically giving up her life to make sure that he was taken care of. But she didn't just do that for the president. She also did that for everyone that was, that was, um, she also did that for everyone that was in her circle, including her parents, even though they had, you know, somewhat of a dysfunctional relationship. She was doing that for them too. She did it for the gladiator. She did it for her parents. She did it for everybody that was in, in her circle. But here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. While she was making sure that they were all protected and properly taken care of physically and emotionally, nobody was taking care of her. I can remember that there were so many scenes where we found Olivia alone and unhappy at the end of the day with nothing to comfort her but her glass of wine and a bowl of popcorn. Now, when we, when we were watching <laughs> When we were watching Scandal, we all wanted to drink red, red wine and eat popcorn, too. <laughs> like, we were fascinated about that. But anyway, I digress. So while, all, so while she was making all these sacrifices for other people, they had what they needed. And they were all taken care of. And, you know, and they had each other and all the things. But she didn't have any of that. Nobody was taking care of her. She was pushing herself beyond capacity given more than she had to offer, but nobody was pouring back into her. Right. And when I look back on that now, I realize that what Olivia really wanted was the praise and the approval of the people she was protecting and pleading. She wanted them to see her as some type of some type of savior or superhero because she was saving them from all the things, protecting them from all the things, you know, doing, doing what she does is as the queen of his handle. And so I feel like that kind of holds true for us as well. When we find, not kind of, it does. When we find ourselves fighting desperately to please others, what we really want is for them to like us. We want them to be happy with us. We want them to be proud of us. And we're going to talk about why we want that in a later, later episode. Right. You said people pleasers ultimately want to be liked. That really hit home for me because, yeah, especially as a child, you do everything you can as a child to make sure everyone around you, like you said, is good or they feel comfortable or happy. And a lot of times the things that you're doing are things that in one way or another make you invisible. And that helps them to feel happy. And you erroneously believe that, or at least I did, I erroneously believed that at home and at school, if I did these things that in some way or another would make me invisible and would please other people and make them feel happier, then what I would get in return was their support. Because you said, oh, you want, we want to be liked. Yeah. And, and, now I'm understanding more that 
what that looks like for me is actually feeling supported, feeling like you have the support of other people, like they actually care about you. They actually care about your needs. If, if you needed something, they would show up for you and do for you because you've already done all these things for them. And it, it stings really, really hard when you realize that that's not the case, that that doesn't actually happen. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely, Natty. Well, we're going to stop right here for now. What Natty and I would like for you to do after you finish this episode is to take some time to reflect on what the protector and people please Well, take some time to reflect on how, reflect on how the protector and people please show up in your life. Do you find yourself saying yes when you really want to say no? Do you stay quiet to appease others? Do you give all of you away even when you're feeling depleted? What does being the protector look like for you? How does Olivia Pope show up in your life? Those are the things that we want you to reflect on. We want you to reflect on as you as you wrap up this episode. And if you're comfortable doing so, share your reflection with us. Um, I've actually created a group on Facebook for you to do that. I just created it. <laughs> so Natty and I are the only ones in there as of now. But you can be the first to join us. Just go to Facebook, search Shade of Strong Queendom. Click join and you're in. And uh, we'll probably have some live discussions as we continue the series, and we would love for you to join the conversation. Now, if Facebook is not your game, you can join us on your favorite social media platform. We are Shades of Strong everywhere. So, yeah, once again, if this episode resonated with you and you would like to go deeper and you want to get started on healing those unhealed places in you, check out the Sister Circle for all the details on how you can start your journey to healing. Again, the web address is shadesofstrong.com forward slash S-O-S circle. Well, guys, that is it for now. We will be back tomorrow with day two. We will be continuing our conversation on Olivia Pope for the next six days. So we'll have, so days one through seven will be all about Olivia Pope. And then starting in day eight, we'll take on somebody else. So yeah, we'll be, we'll be right back here tomorrow with day All right, guys, we're out of here.